Old Trailblazer coming out once again, riding old Dan, as it were, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And I'm so happy to be with you folks at this time. We've gone on some new station now. Some of you may be hearing us later on in the afternoon or early in the morning, way on the wee hours of the morning up there in WSAI in Cincinnati, Ohio, or Little Rock, Arkansas. And you folks who get up early and hear those broadcasts, getting ready to go to work, would you sit down and write me a note, drop me a little note and say where you're hearing me from? And some of you truckers, 18-wheelers up there on I-70 or I-95 or uh, going across uh, Kansas out there somewhere and uh, down in Dallas around I-40 and I-35, just sit down and write me. Stop up there at that next truck stop and get you a cup of coffee and just write the old trailblazer. Let me give you my address. Maybe you got a pencil you can write it down. It's the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. In our last study, we were bringing you you a series of studies now on the RSV Bible or the errors and the omissions and uh, those things that contradict God's Word. But in our last study, I gave you a little synopsis of what we believe here at the old Trailblazer broadcast entitled, Things Most Surely Believe. It took up most of the whole broadcast. And I wasn't able to give you a scripture and verse for every one of those things that I mentioned. But if you'd write me, I'll be glad to send you that pamphlet on things most surely believed by the old trailblazer and the old trailblazer ministry here. And also, I'll send along this little packet on notes on Bible version, setting forth many of the errors and the omissions, comparisons. We take verses out of the NIV Bible, the, the Women's Bible, the Living Bible, and the New King James Version Bible, and then we compare them to the old uh, King James authorized version and let you see for yourself how are all the errors and omissions. So if you would, be sure and write me and uh, help me with the broadcast, if you will. Oh, listen, many folks are doing that thing. We just went on a new station there in Lexington, Kentucky, one of the first stations we've ever been on in Kentucky. And we're looking forward to you folks there uh, in and around Lexington and uh, up there in the bluegrass country. I've been there. It's so beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful place. If you've never been there, folks, you ought to go. But uh, if you would, sit down and write me. This is a new station we've just gone on. And uh, if you would, you write me and let me know that you're listening. And uh, we're going to get back to our study on the RSV Bible. And today, at this time, we're looking at the, the God, God's Word uh, now in the hands of unbelievers and skeptics and atheists and agnostics. The, this this false, treacherous Antichrist Bible, which has been palmed off on our religious folks all over this nation through, through one of the shrewdest advertising campaigns which we've ever seen. Oh, it was a part of a master plan conceived in the darkness and depraved mind of these modern scholars and leaders of the National Council of Churches of Christ in America. Oh, listen to devitalize our historical and, and evangelical Christian faith. Oh, listen, I may further state that the old Federal Council of Churches, which was the modernistic to the core and which is now operating under the new name National Council of Churches of Christ in the United States of America, is responsible for this unprecedented deception. For years they've been telling us through our seminaries, over the radio, through the press, that there are at least 6,000 errors in the New Testament alone. That is, in the King James Version of the Bible. And now they make the assertion, 
as a basis for issuing this new Revised Standard Version. Let us keep in mind what these modernistic scholars believe and what they do not believe. If we do, we'll understand better why they mutilated their translation and palmed it off on the religious public as the Bible. First, listen now. First, they do not believe in the direct creation of man as recorded in the first two chapters of Genesis. On the contrary, they do believe in theistic evolution, that is, that everything evolved from a mass of matter that came into existence by creation but left the chance. This is definitely expressed in their footnote on the first page regarding the translation of the first verse of the first chapter of Genesis. The Bible says, In the beginning God created. These evolutionists say in their footnote, now listen, in their footnote, when God began to create, supporting the theory that matter was already in existence. Secondly, they do not believe in the virgin birth and deity of Christ, which is clearly evident throughout their translation. Thirdly, they do not believe in the bodily resurrection of our blessed Lord. They still believe that they will locate the bones of Christ somewhere in some far distant grave. Fourth, they do not believe in hell and eternal punishment. This doctrine is widespread today, and yet they do not believe in regeneration, that a sinner must be born again to go to heaven. Sixth, they do not believe in the second coming of Christ or the prophecies relating to his second coming in the Old or the New Testament. Now, my friend, those are just plain as a nose on your face. Their whole attitude towards the Bible grows out of their belief in the theory of evolution. They believe that man is his own God, and in their teaching and preaching, they deify and exalt man. They do not believe in a personal devil. They say that Satan is a figment of someone's own imagination than that he is only an influence. They also do not believe in the personality of the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit is the third person of the triune God. They don't believe that. No, they reduce the Holy Spirit to just an influence, just a mere influence. If, if this wasn't so tragic, my friend, it would be uh, comical. No, they do not believe in the verbal, verbal inspiration of the Bible. How, you see, how, how can they be so blinded? Satan has them blinded. They are emissaries of Satan, every one of them, from the first to the last. They just do not believe. They're blinded. They believe that, by, that the Bible contains the Word of God. They give that much credit and that it is up to each individual to discern what is the Word of God and what's not the Word of God. That's right. That's right, my friend. Listen, this doctrine is widespread among the present-day ministry and church membership everywhere. The Word of God is no longer preached in the power of the Holy Ghost and made to grip the hearts of men and women with authority. These little modernists teach a social gospel, gospel for regeneration and betterment of, of mankind, how to, be, how to be good to each other and how to be kind to dumb animals. They hate the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ with a dying vengeance, my friend. I know. I know. I've been there. I hear their messages. I hear their theology. I hear their what they put out. And I read. I read the periodicals that come here. They have twisted and, 
and screwed God's word around so much that in the in the in the last last few months, I received periodical magazines here in my office where some of the old writers, uh, Spurgeon and Whitfield and Bonar and and John Wesley and others have been. They 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 print those messages on the in their magazine and they give their. Uh, uh, and those things are gracious and good, but when they come down to the end, they insert. They insert. You could not have got uh, uh, John Bunyan to put a little thing at the end of his message, uh, just say this prayer and you'll be saved. That's what they do. I was reading one of them the other day by one of the great old divines, and I came to the end of the message, and here was a little block about big as a business card, and it said, now that you've read this message, you see yourself that you're a sinner. Would you pray this prayer? Uh, Lord, save me. Lord, forgive me. I believe I'm a sinner. Would you save me, Lord? Thank you. Goodbye, and God bless you, and amen. That's basically what they did, my friend. But listen, that's and now they're using these great old divines message to get that message out and to have this young some young soul or old soul without any uh have no knowledge of, of salvation to think that the writer of that message wrote that little excerpt down at the bottom but he didn't do it no listen but here's the tragic result of this product present modernism as it has been permeated our whole life that is salvation today is thought of by the vast majority of preachers and leaders as only believing in Jesus. That's what they say. Believe in Jesus. You go to the grocery store and a little clerk there will have on a shirt said, uh, 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 you believe in Jesus? Have a Jesus day. Thank you, Jesus. Well, my friend, that's abomination. That's abomination. One day, if you ever get saved, you will bow your knee to the Lord Jesus Christ in submission to him. There is no name under her, no other name under heaven and earth, whereby men must be saved except the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to get into that in a future study. Oh, they call what, they, what their doctrine is today is believingism. We just have a believingism ministry, my friend. Don't you believe this and believe that? I was talking to a, a pastor the other day, a modern, uh, a Protestant pastor, and he wanted to know what we preached here. And I was began to tell him that we preach election and predestination. He said, "You, you don't believe in election, do you?" I said, "Yes, sir. It's a foundation doctrine of God's word." He said, "Well, you must be a Calvinist." I said, "Yes, sir. I sure am. If that's what you want to call me, I believe the Calvin, Calvinistic doctrines, and because he preached and taught God's word." And he said, uh, "Well, I'm sure not a Calvinist." We can't agree on that. And I said, well, you'll be one two minutes after you get to heaven if you get there. And he got mad with me and had to go. But listen, folks, listen, I don't try to make you a Calvinist or anything else. I just asked you, do you know the Lord? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you using a false Bible or an antichrist Bible? This doctrine, easy believing, is taught in every Sunday school, in the average Bible class, and from the average pulpit. Just believe in Jesus. Now, let me tell you what's happening in our Sunday school. On a certain day of the year, probably in the spring of the year, before they get out of school, they have what they call decision days in our Protestant churches. And the pastor instructs the Bible teachers, Sunday school teachers, from the little four-year-olds on up, 
to, to make, a, make a little speech there to your children that this is decision day. Don't you want to trust Jesus? Don't you believe that Jesus is God? Don't you believe that? So they all agree, and the ones of them who haven't done this already, they bring them in the auditorium before they let out service at 11 o'clock, and they say, Pastor, we have a group of children here who want to give their heart to Jesus, and they want to trust Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they want to give their heart to Jesus, and that's what they do, my friend. And then that night, they baptize those little fellas. Oh, my friend. And then they go through life thinking they're saved, thinking they're saved. Oh, listen, no, no. The Bible says, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. The Lord says that twice in Luke 13, I believe it is, verse 3 and verse 5, except ye repent. And then he told old, uh, the old uh, uh, the one came to him at night. Yeah, he said, ye must be born again. Nicodemus, he told him, he said, you must be born again. Well, my friend, the Bible says, and you hath he quickened who were dead. That's what salvation is. Do you think a dead soul can make a decision for Jesus and call that salvation? No, sir. No, sir. That don't even smell like Christianity. That doesn't smell like salvation. You know what salvation is? It's, it's a sinner coming to see himself as a poor, poor lost sinner and bowed down under the weight and penalty of sin, sin that sees that he sinned against the holy God, and the Lord grants him repentance, and he turns to the Lord in for mercy, and the Lord delivers him, and that's what salvation is, a deliverance. Salvation is a deliverance, my friend. Our soul has been delivered from the clutches of Satan. Our soul has been renewed by the Spirit of God. And we are made a new creature in Christ. And old things have passed away. And new things, all things have become new things. And now we are a child of God. And the Lord teaches us. We grow in grace from that day till the day he calls us home. Oh, I wish I had another hour. I wish I had another hour. I wish you'd sit down and write me and say, Trailblazer, I may not agree with everything you say, but I want to help you with the broadcast. Would you do that? I appreciate it. If you would, we're just getting out the message here day after day and uh, calling on sinners to repent, turn to the Lord. No, not to believe on Jesus. Jesus, my friend. Oh, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember my mailing address? It's the old Trailblazer Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Radio Missions is now offering a new flash drive containing the complete series of 78 messages on the book of Revelation preached by Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr. during the Voice of Truth broadcast. Each historic message is approximately 26 minutes in length, and each flash drive is $15 postpaid. For information, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 